welcome to the Love Yourself Naked podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Glubish, and I've been working with women for over two years to help them ditch the diet mentality, find food freedom, and gain a body confidence that they never knew was possible. There is so much information out there about how to eat, how to exercise, and how to live a healthy lifestyle. My goal on the show is to help answer all your questions and provide you the tools you need to live in peace with food and love your body. So if you are ready to discover what it's like to live a life without obsession, you are in the right place. Now let's get to the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to another guest episode. I'm super excited today to be joined by the lovely Lindsay Kay. Lindsay is the founder of this like amazing movement in, well, I mean, I guess it started in Vancouver, but now it's in Kelowna and Calgary and um, looking to go global, I think is probably the bigger vision with it, but we'll get more into that. Anyways, it's this phenomenal movement challenge um, that Lindsay has piloted and uh, I'm a part of it. And I know so many people um, locally here in the Okanagan um, and then also in Vancouver have been loving it. And Lindsay is just a huge inspiration. She's got an incredible story. So I'm excited to have her on today. Lindsay, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, I would love for you to just go ahead. And now that I've given like a brief introduction about you, I'd love for you to just give everyone an introduction. Who are you? What are you about? What are your hobbies? Obviously give a bit of a shameless plug um, around Slay and that whole movement. And yeah, let's just dive into it. Yeah. So my name is Lindsay. I live in Abbotsford. Actually, we started in the Fraser Valley. So the movement is called 100 Days to Slay and it's a 100 day movement challenge. So the whole premise is that each individual has to move their body for a minimum of 30 minutes every day, but it's whatever feels good for their body. So maybe one day it'll be a walk. Maybe the next day they will do a marathon. Maybe they'll do CrossFit. Maybe it's a stretch. It's whatever feels good for your body that day. And our main goal is kind of to help women create healthy lifestyles, but we also want those lifestyles to be sustainable. So the goal is that one morning, maybe on like day 10, maybe on day 30, maybe on day 99, you wake up and you're like, how am I going to move my body today? That's the goal is that every day you wake up and you kind of think like, how am I going to prioritize myself? So throughout that 100 days, I also put on classes at local gyms and studios and fitness centers, that kind of stuff. So you can go and you can try CrossFit if you've never tried it before. And you're trying it with a group of these other women who are kind of on the same goal, the same road as you're on. Um, so we do, we'll do classes like CrossFit, yoga, Pilates, bar. I try and kind of, yeah, try and kind of do a broad range so that everyone can try something new. Uh, we do social events at local breweries and wineries. Um, and we also give away prizes. So there's a one prize given away every week. And in order to be eligible to win the prize, all you have to do is move your body. That's it. So cool. That is such a fun idea. I really love the concept of just moving and whatever that looks like, because it just opens up so many possibilities. I actually had a client yesterday, um, ask me if she should, or if it was okay, if she bought this weighted hula hoop, cause she was like, I just feel like I need to get my body moving. And this is something that I feel like would be really fun and really exciting for me. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like if a weighted hula hoop gets you moving your body, go for it. You know, yeah. if it's a walk, if it's snowshoeing, if it's playing with your dog outside and running around in the yard, like whatever it is. So I really love that setting intention. And I think that it just makes it feel so much more sustainable. Like you said, that's kind of the goal. Yeah. It's super cool. So each day the each individual has to do their movement and then they take a photo and send some evidence so they can either send it to us publicly on Instagram or Facebook, or they can just send us a DM if they're not into that. But 
it's really cool seeing what people do. Like there are people that hula hoop and there's this one woman who she skips every day and she is so good. And so just seeing what other people do, I know it inspires me, but just hearing from other women too, they're like, oh, like I got so many good ideas and I'm just so inspired by the community and seeing what everyone's doing. And even on days when I'm like, oh, like I'm tired, I look and I see the woman next to me who's got like eight kids and like homeschools them and like has to do this and has to do that. And like she got out and she went for a walk today and it just makes me feel like I can do that too, which is, yeah. I think, Yeah. Well, and I think the community aspect of it is huge. I've experienced that as well. Just with, I've been to a couple of the events, like the events that you've organized, the group workouts. Um, and there was one at Lululemon recently, and we did a little bit of like goal setting at the end of the yoga session that we had. And, uh, the gal that was leading the goal session, the goal session asked everybody why they were there. And I would say probably 90% of the room said community. They said like, you know, making a commitment to changing your lifestyle to becoming healthy is a really lonely process. And so it's really nice to be able to like be in a room with other women who are also really freaking uncomfortable and who also feel like they have no idea what they're doing. And they maybe don't feel like they deserve to be in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like the, the community that you've created, the movement that you've created has given everyone the opportunity to feel like they are deserving of that and to feel like they do have the ability to change their life and to improve their health. That gives me goosebumps to hear because that's like the ultimate goal for me. And I just, yeah, I love hearing that. And people have asked me like, well, how did you, like, how did you grow? And we have just under 1300 women now. And I'm like, I like, I don't know anything about anything. I have a degree in children's development. And like, I worked as a police dispatcher. Like, I don't, I don't know, but it's just, I feel like when women get together and they put their mind towards something and they have a common goal or like a common, like something that they want to achieve together, incredible things can happen. And I think that this is totally like a testament to that. Like all these women there, everyone has the goal of reaching 100 days, but everyone's journey is completely different. And it's just been super organic the way that it's grown. And it's just been people being inspired by one another and people like lifting each other up and there was this one woman who she was doing a swim across one of the lakes in the Okanagan. And it was like, a, it was like a marathon distance. Like it blows my mind. I can't, I can't swim at all. So I was like, this is incredible. So I did this post about this woman. I'm like, Hey, like she's doing this swim today. Like, this is incredible. Like let's cheer her on. And there was like 200 and some comments of people just being like, you're incredible way to go. And she said, she's like, I got over the water and I looked at my phone and my, I was like, what the heck? And she's like, just reading that. It just made me feel like incredible. And I was like, Oh yeah, just stuff like that just makes my day. It's so cool. I love that. So was that, would you say that that was part of your motivation for starting this project or was that just a part of it? Was there like a bigger motivation or how did this all come about? Yeah. So it was the original idea was kind of, it was thought up in 2020. I started it with a friend of mine. Um, and it was a fitness challenge at that time. So we were the type of friends where she'd be like, Oh yeah, like let's go for a run today. And then it would just be like, Oh, I just a casual run. And then like 20 kilometers later, we'd be like, well, I guess we're done. And then she'd be like, do you think we could run 50 kilometers? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I guess we probably could. And so we signed up for an ultra and ran an ultra kind of friends who like, we're always pushing each other to do like arguably dumb things. Like we never trained for an ultra. We just decided to run it. And she chose the ultra we ran solely based on the fact that they had grilled cheese at the finish line. Like that was like the selling factor. <laughs> Amazing. So, like, that's, that's what it was. Um, COVID kind of shut it down because like, obviously COVID happened and lots of our in-person events got canceled and she kind of moved on to other things. I moved on to other things. I got a new job and moved out East a little bit more. And then in February, two years ago, actually, I had my son 
And I did not realize how much my mental health was tied to movement. And I had a fairly unremarkable birth and I, I felt fairly good afterwards, but a few days later I went for a walk and after my walk, I could not walk for like two weeks after that. And it's, it's so hard calming your body down and like learning how to kind of move appropriately again when something like that has happened. And the more that I talked about my mental health and, and how movement affected it, the more people were like, yeah, like me too. And I'm like, why don't people talk about this? Like, yeah, obviously it's kind of crappy to talk about. No one really wants to talk about like dark times and when they're struggling and stuff. But the more I talked about it, the more I realized that I wasn't alone in that. And so I kind of started reimagining what this thing could be. And I wanted it to be something like, I'm a very, very competitive person, but I know that everyone else is not a competitive person. And so I wanted to create this kind of safe community and the safe place where people can come and they can talk about those things. And they can also be in a challenge that is no pressure. It is whatever you want it to be. You, your challenge is gonna look completely different than mine, but like our end goal is the same kind of thing. Have you thought about what it would be like to eat intuitively without any food rules or restrictions, but fear that you'll end up eating pizza and cookies all day? Do you struggle to trust your body's hunger and fullness cues? Would you like to have a better understanding of your metabolism? I cover all of this and more in my 12-week program, Food and Body Freedom. You can grab your spot for the next group by enrolling at bloombodycollective.com under the services tab, Food Freedom Course, or click the link below. Whether you've tried intuitive eating in the past or you're sick of dieting and ready to discover what it's like to have a relationship with food that isn't stressful, this program will transform your life. Can't wait to see you inside. I love that so much. And there is something so powerful to be said about normalizing those struggles. I do think that it's a fine line between like, sharing the struggles and the obstacles that you're facing and, you know, having a pity party about it. Um, but I think that especially for women, we really struggle to give ourselves permission to like talk about the things that are really shitty in our lives. Like whether it's mental health, whether it's your relationship with food, your body image. Um, I see that so much with the women I work with. I went to a networking event yesterday actually, and one of the women was talking to me about her relationship with food and her dieting history and things like that. And I was like, you know what? Like, I can't tell you how many times I've sat in my bedroom alone with a pizza box. And before I know it, you know, I'm blacking out and it's empty. Um, I yeah. can't tell you how many times I've sat in my vehicle with like a box of Oreos and just ate them by myself in private because I didn't want anyone else to see that I was binging because I wanted to uphold my image of health. Like I guarantee you every single woman has experienced something like that. I guarantee you every single woman has experienced something like what you're sharing, some degree of mental health struggles, feeling alone, just being like, you know, I need some help or like, what, like, shit's hitting the fan and this friggin' sucks. And so, yeah, like that community aspect is just so huge. Yeah. And I try, I, like you said, it's hard. It's, it's like a fine line between like, Oh, this woman who overshares everything. And this woman who is like open about her struggles. And so I do try and I mean, I try and be as open as possible, but I also, I feel like in doing so, I try to encourage other women to do the same. Like if you're comfortable sharing, like just mm -hmm. know, I always say like, you can't compare your highlight reel to someone else's life or you can't compare your life to someone else's highlight reel. And so just like maybe just opening those communication channels. So people like feel comfortable doing that in a safe space. Cause that's ultimately the goal with this community is that it is a safe space. And yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So what is, this is the second or third round of slay third, third. Okay. And so what does the future look like? What is your vision? 
So, man, I so if you ask me today, it'll probably be different than if you ask me tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. There's so many things I find my little ADHD brain is very squirrely and there's so many things that I want to do and I want to like try so many different things. But for right now, we're going to be launching a kind of a trial run in May and it's going to be totally virtual and it's going to be a movement challenge the same. We're going to have prizes. We're going to have a big kickoff party. Um, if you're local that you're welcome to, to come to, um, but we're going to be focusing more on health and wellness. So um, every Wednesday, we're going to have wellness Wednesday and we're going to have some professionals come in. We're going to have someone come talk about um, like sleep and how to get better sleep. We're going to have a naturopath come in. Chelsea, we're hoping to have you come and talk about nutrition. Um, so yeah, we're going to kind of focus more on that and we're going to have, um, weekly intention or goal setting and some like meditation practices, yoga, we'll still, we'll still do some virtual like classes hitting that kind of stuff as well. Um, but yeah, just expanding like my goal, my goal in life. And I've had a few people say this before that I just, I love to collect rad humans. Like I swear I have like the best physiotherapist, the best massage therapist. Like I will, I will go until I find them. And that's my goal is I want to collect all these rad humans and like, just try and try and set the community up for success because I like the community is about accountability, but my goal is not to like, I don't want to keep you accountable. I want you to learn how to keep yourself accountable because otherwise like on day 101, like if I'm not watching, like, what are you going to do? Like, if you don't care, if you're not accountable to yourself. So that's my ultimate goal is to give you all the tools that you need to succeed. Cause I genuinely just want everyone to succeed and yeah, kind of like come away from this, a better, like a better person or with a more positive, I guess, outlook on, on movement. Okay. Well, this is going to be so epic in May. I'm so excited for this. So you obviously then yourself probably have a bit more of a holistic approach to wellness. Um, obviously given that you're wanting to incorporate some more disciplines into the, what has started as just like a movement challenge. Um, so where, like, where did that come from? You know, how would you say for you that, or even for the community, um, that it's important to incorporate that multidisciplinary approach when it comes to health? Yeah. So I guess that's a bit of a, a bit of a tough question, but, and I, I would love to say like, oh yeah, like I'm so good at like taking care of all the things for myself. But like, I think that for a long time, I just was on autopilot and, and my kind of the only tool in my toolbox was movement. And I would be sad and I would go for a run and I would be sad the next day and I would go for a run and then I'd be happy and I'd go for a run. Um, but then it got to a point where I was like, man, like that just doesn't hit the same as it used to. Like I've never been to a point where I didn't like movement wasn't able to like cure the blues for me. And then it kind of got to a point where it did. And, um, I think a, a big turning point for me too, was I read, uh, Gabber Mate's book, um, the cost of hidden stress and the body says no. And that like really just sunk in for me about, you can take care of your body like every day and you can be so good to yourself that way. But if you're not taking care of like your mind and everything else, then like, really you're still, you're still not well. And so, so yeah, like I, I just believe that you've got to kind of take care of all of the aspects in order to be like a whole healthy human. And that's kind of what I'm striving for. And that's kind of what I'm helping, um, like hoping to help people obviously obtain as well. So what does that look like in your own life? Like you are obviously a very busy person. You are a business owner, you're a wife, you're a mom. So how do you prioritize your health at a holistic level? So funny. Uh, my husband actually has a photo of me on like, I don't know, January 1st or 2nd. And I'm all like crumpled on the couch and my hair is like 
like cream or hair. Like it looks like a disaster. And I haven't like moved my body. I haven't eaten properly in days because this, like this challenge, like has just, it was wild. Like it just blew up and there were so many people and there were so many things to do. And he like took this picture of me and he's just like, Lindsay, he's like, you're telling these people that they need to prioritize movement. They need to prioritize their mental health, their physical health. And like, look at you, you're like crumbled on the couch and you haven't showered. And I was like, Oh yeah, like that's a really good point. <laughs> so like things kind of died down and that kind of hit me too. And so, yeah. So my, like for me, I prioritize my movement every day. Like that's important to me, like days that I don't feel like it, I do it anyways, because I know like for me, that is important. Um, I also have a therapist that I talk to quite regularly. I've got a naturopath that I talk to quite regularly and yeah, I started doing things like Reiki. I had never like, I don't know, it wasn't even on my radar. And then I have a friend who's like, Oh yeah, like I do, like I do Reiki and I do this. And I was like, what is that? And she explained it. And yeah, so just trying to incorporate new things and just acknowledging that like the things that maybe our parents did, like going to the doctor, like going to the doctor is great, but there are other things that you can do, like go to the naturopath, like do take your supplements, take do Reiki and just, yeah, just trying to kind of try different things to find whatever works for you. Yeah. I love that. I think it's hard too, when, um, when you are filling so many roles and you are wearing so many hats to figure out that balance and how to prioritize it all. And I think for a lot of people too, I'm sure you've probably experienced this at some point. I know I have, but it gets hard because you're like, okay, well, I got to be like all in if I'm going to be in, you know, if I'm going to be somebody who lives an active lifestyle, I have to make sure that I'm getting the 60 minutes in every day, or it looks a certain way, or I'm sore and I'm sweaty and my heart rate's getting up or whatever it may be. Right. But sometimes it's just a matter of like, you know what, I just need to like sit and stretch for 30 minutes or like, I need to just like go for a walk and get outside. Or maybe your self-care practice that day is just showering. Like maybe that's what it looks like. And so I think it really is about reframing our perspective of wellness, which it sounds like, you know, with all of the people that you have coming in to support this next round, it's really going to help to shift that perspective for people. Yeah. And I definitely like guilty there because I lived a lot of my life thinking if you don't sweat profusely during a workout, like did it even count? And so like, that's why I really try and encourage and push people to like change that mindset and think like, cause some people have said like, Oh, I just went for a walk today. I'm like, that is fantastic. Like good for you. Like maybe you even got some fresh air. Like there is no shame in going for a walk. You can walk every day. Like that's great. Like don't compare like yourself to anyone else. And like your body is not meant to do 110% every day. You need to give it breaks and it needs to have rest. And yeah, so I try and really encourage that as well. Cause I know that I'm not the only one who's kind of stuck in that mindset. I think that comes from a place of just not really having a clear understanding of what your values are and also like what health means, you know, because yeah. when I think of, I've been in the same position too, where I was like, okay, well, if I'm not running a hundred kilometers a week, then I'm not doing good enough. Even though that didn't support my mental health. Oftentimes I was more stressed about having to make space for getting the run in than I was about than I was excited, you know, about going for the run. So have you ever had to navigate that of being like, okay, well, if I'm not, X, Y, Z, that I'm not good enough because this is what the standard is. And this is maybe my identity, or this is what I feel like is required for me to be healthy. Yeah. I think that, I think that for a while there running was that for me. And I think that I hit a point where I was running just to run. Like there was, it wasn't doing anything for my mental health. Like, like I said, 
I've hit a point where I was like moving, moving my body isn't helping my mental health anymore, but I just, I feel like I don't have any other tools in my toolbox. So I'm just going to keep running. And then I would still be sad. So I'd like run a little bit longer and then I'd still be sad. So I'd run a little bit longer. And before I knew it, my, like my knees were sore and my hips were sore and everything was sore because I didn't take a break. It was like a month and a half. I ran every day. And so, yeah, I think just, I just getting to a point where I could reframe that in my mind and like take a step back and look at my life and just be like, okay, this isn't working like this. Like you might escape for that hour or two hours that you're running, but then when you're done, like you're still feeling your feels and now your body is also not doing well. And now like your nutrition is not doing well because you don't know what you're doing with your nutrition. So that's suffering. And yeah. And it just kind of, yeah, it was just a vicious cycle. Like my hair was falling out and Mm -hmm. like there were things that like, I didn't even know could be like correlated to just an excess amount of running that kind of, yeah, it just affected me in a lot of ways and in my life, I guess. Have you found that having the community has made a difference? Like I just, I know for me too, running is very a solo activity. And, um, I know for a lot of people, you know, you go to the gym by yourself or you go for a walk by yourself, or even a lot of the activities that we might be doing are often by ourselves. Um, but have you found, I know I've found personally that having a community and doing more things with other people has really made me more excited to move my body as well. Have you found that too? Yeah, I was a big gym goer, um, like before COVID pre COVID, I was going to a gym in Chilliwack that actually closed down just prior to COVID, but I loved it so much that I actually started working there and, and then they shut down and I was like, Oh, and then COVID happened. And that's, that's when I started running. Like I started running when COVID happened because I was like, I don't know, I guess I'm a runner now. Like there's nothing else to do. Like all the gyms are closed. And so I didn't do anything but run for like two and a half years. And then when like this started up again, I'm like, man, this is perfect. Like, I feel like this is a great job for me because as a perk, I get to go to all these gyms for free and just like try them out and meet all these people. And so, yeah, that was a huge draw for me in like, especially in the beginning, because we have so many great gyms. Like, like I said, I'm in Abbotsford. So Abbotsford, Chilliwack, like I was going to all of the classes and we have so many great gyms, so many great people. And I did find like when COVID first happened, I said to my husband, I was like, this is the best. Like, we don't ever have to see people. Like we could just stay home. Like we don't have to do anything. And I, I, I thought that was what I felt. Like I genuinely thought that was what I felt until I started going to the classes. And then I said to him, I was like, what were we thinking? Like, that was the worst. Like, it's so nice to see people. And it's so nice to like, you work out and you're like, oh, that person did like one more, like you're pushed by them and you're inspired by them. And So yeah, I guess that was a really long-winded way of saying, yes, I totally like, I love the classes. I love the community. I love seeing people and like this community, especially is just very special. I think it's just so positive and inspiring and yeah, it just surprises me every day. Just how wonderful the people are. I'm curious how you've navigated, I guess, growing this movement and growing the community, um, with, the fact that you are obviously very active yourself, you are an ultra marathon runner, you've got like quite an extensive history of being active, working out. Um, and something that is really, really challenging, I think for a lot of women is the comparison game. So Mm. have you found any ways, or did you ever find it an obstacle for you, um, to like bridge that gap between people who are maybe at chapter one when you are at chapter 20? Yeah. So I guess I just, I just try and 
like say to people like we are all our own main characters in our own story and like you are not on the same day that I'm on and like I've been there like I tore my ACL and I started from walking and I started from nothing and like maybe now I'm at a good place in my life where I enjoy running but like I haven't always been here and I guess I I just try and remind people like you cannot compare yourself to anyone else. Like this journey, like I said, we all have this common goal of reaching 100 days, but your journey is going to look so different than mine. Um, so just kind of reminding people of that, trying to keep them cognizant of that. And also just trying to share other people's stories as well, because like, this is something that I started, but it's not all about me. It's about the community. And I want each person to kind of shine and have an opportunity to like, have their time to be like, be appreciated and be celebrated too. So yeah, we, we do, we've done a couple of posts, like basically like shameless celebrations and just be like, tell me something that you're so proud of, or tell me something that you're celebrating. And people have an opportunity to be like, Oh, like I ran 5k today or I did this. And like, yeah. So I just try and I guess I just try and celebrate everyone as opposed to just keeping it about me. That makes sense. Mm -hmm, Totally. And I think too, it gives the opportunity to offer more experiences, more perspectives, more struggles, more triumphs. Um, I find that too with my own community as well and my own clients in the course that I run is that, you know, oftentimes when I'm asking, when we're doing like brainstorming or like mastermind sessions and I'm asking them questions, they're offering better perspective to each other than I can offer because I'm not a mom, you know, I'm 27. I've never experienced living in a 50 year old body. So, um, just like you, you know, there's so many women from so many different regions, different cultural upbringings, different, you know, life experiences that we just ourselves can't really relate to as much as we can try and empathize and understand. So I do think that there's so much power in giving people that agency to share their voice as well. Yeah, totally. It's been really cool to see, like not only what people have done, but just what people have to say and things that like they celebrate. And it's been, yeah, it's just been cool to see everyone's different perspectives and opinions, I guess. So awesome. Well, I'm so grateful for the community. It's really been an amazing thing to be a part of. Um, So I have one last question for you. In the past, I've asked guests what it means for them to be a woman, but I've decided to shift gears recently to be more in line with the title of the show. So um, in closing, I'm going to ask you, how do you practice self-care on a daily basis? Obviously, we've talked about movement, but I guess I'm curious outside of that, you know, what does self-care look like for you? What does that mean to you? Um, And what does self-love mean to you? Yeah. So on a daily basis, I know we already talked about it, but I try and move my body and I try and be kind to myself about how I move my body. That's something that I'm working on every day. I also love to cook and I have a a dog that we just adopted a few months ago and he is, he's wonderful. We're working on loving each other. We are working on bonding. (laughs) And so I spend a lot of time doing that. I also have a two-year-old son and a husband as well. So yeah, just spending a lot of time with them. And yeah, self-love is just like, I try and keep it simple and just say being kind to yourself because there are times when it is hard to love yourself. And there are times when you are not at your best and it's not your shining moment, but just being kind to yourself and knowing that everyone has bad days. And at the end of the day, you're worth it. And yeah. Do you have any tools for being kind to yourself? Or like when you're in those moments of like, wanting to have a pity party or just being like self-loathing or berating or just not being very nice to yourself. Like, do you have any tools to like pull yourself out of that? So I have spent a lot of time on 
um, finding the answer to that question. Uh, I've talked to like therapists, like I said, I've got Reiki, I've got a naturopath, I've got a, like a network of friends and family. And I guess in those moments, I just try and remember um, that there, are, yeah, there are people that love me and there are people who see me and who think that I'm worthy. And um, yeah, just thinking about all the things that I've learned through all of the um, like training and stuff that I've done. And yeah, I guess just, just trying to be positive, even when you don't want to be. Cool. I love that. Well, thanks Lindsay so much for being here. Um, I'm so grateful again, to be a part of your amazing community and your amazing movement. I think it is going to be, well, I know it's going to be something phenomenal. So I'm excited to be a part of the journey going forward as well. Um, if there's anyone listening who wants to know more about 100 days to slay, who wants to get in touch with you, wants to maybe know more about your story, where can they get in touch? Where can they find you? Yeah. So you can find us on Instagram at 100 days to slay, um, our Facebook 100 days to slay, or our website is www.100daystoslay.com. Perfect. Okay. Well, I'll be sure to link that in the show notes. And again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys got value from the show, I would love for you to rate and share it. And if you have any questions about the conversation today, you can always find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chelsea Glubish. Catch you on the next one.